How are you guys doing today? My name is Jordan Zesh, and I am with... Oh, do I need to say something? Yeah, you can say your name now. Oh, uh, Reese Allman. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to talk about captivity and killer whales. It's our main topic today. And um, we're really just going to dive in deep and uh, think of the good, the bad, and really figure out why it's such a huge controversy and maybe come up with our own answer to this question. Uh, so is there any original questions that you have? Because you are kind of an outside source. You haven't seen much. You don't know a lot about this topic. So is there any initial questions that you're thinking of right now? Why are you talking about this? Um, well, mainly this started in the classroom. We watched the movie, uh, the film documentary, Blackfish, and it was the horrible treacheries of captivity of orcas. And this is an assignment. Um, but I did want to do a podcast because I am personally interested and I I just wanted to talk about it and, you know, think, brainstorm something. But uh, I'm very interested. But so is, is this specifically about orcas? or um, We can go into different captivities, but they normally think of orcas because they're large mammals that have, they're very intelligent. Um, and they, you know, they, they communicate, they're, they learn, they're very smart, so... They more think of it as cruel because they're self-aware, like they, they physically get depressed. So when they think of captivity of an orca, they think of like, you know, somebody in prison. So it's, a, it's kind of a more controversial topic to talk about these large intelligent mammals. So the reason it's so controversial is because of they're their intelligence. Yes, And the fact smart. that they've been affected by being in captivity yeah, compared to other animals huge differences. Um, there's a lot of physical and mental changes. These creatures swim hundreds of miles a day and kilometers and just crazy distances across the ocean all the time. And uh, in captivity, obviously they can't do that. They right. swim around in their little concrete hole and um, sometimes they'll just float aimlessly. It's kind of sad to watch, but I've actually seen some clips and it's just, they're depressed like you can tell and it's horrible to see. So, like, compared to, I guess, other animals in the ocean that have been put into uh, captivity like this, is there, can you tell a difference between orcas and... I feel like yes. Like, uh, I'll just pull up an, like, uh, an example. Like, um, sea otters. They don't swim across the ocean like crazy. Yeah, they're still in captivity. But they, they like attention, they appreciate that. They still have this bond with their family members um, and they're, you know, they like, they like living there. And when you watch them, you know, they're having fun just as much as you are and all the kids that are watching. But to see these orcas, it's clearly this show that they're only doing it to stay alive. So it's, it's a lot different to see. And it could be um, just because most creatures are social creatures, but these these orcas are separated from their family, their pod. Um, basically, what I say, there's somewhere in one of these texts, uh, is that they come from different lineage, and uh, they, it's almost like they speak different languages. And they're put together for these shows, and it's like an artificial resemblance of a family. Um, and it's that people, you know, the animals hurt each other, and they attack, and it's... So it's not a real family. When they're in captivity then, are they actually separated from their families? Do they get multiple orcas together? And they one? do have multiple orcas um, doing the same show, but they're not but related they're at not all. Related. 
And okay. uh, the separation comes from the capturing. So in, at the beginning of SeaWorld, they would go out and like capture the young of the family. And I will tell you this story too, because it kind of moves, uh, moves you. But when they would capture the children, they would release the nets and um, so basically letting all the orcas go. But the orcas would stay for days and they would basically weep. Like you can hear them almost crying, but they would mourn over their loss of the child. And um, it's, they're, they're emotional creatures and just to watch them be taken away from their family, uh, they're psychologically changed from that. So they have a family structure per se of like something relatable to ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're not like Very much so. other animals where after they've grown up a bit, their They're parents are like, you know, no, yeah. get out of here. Or even the two parents are done with each other. Like, they actually form. Yeah, no, the, the mothers actually stay within, I think it was four to five generations. Wow. They live to be about the same as a human lifespan. But in captivity, they live maybe a fifth of that. Wow. Yeah, and... Uh, they, they live to grow up their pods and they all stick together and they, they grow as a lineage and a big family and they're separated for these and then when entertainment. And when they're separated things. it causes emotional mm-hmm. strife and then they are traumatized. Traumatized. Yes. And it shortens their life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stress that comes with being in captivity and they that's one big reason why they believe they attack and why they, they die prematurely is because of all the stress and the psychological so change. So you're saying part of that comes from not only the fact that they're taken from their family, but also the fact that in the ocean they have more freedom than they do in captivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are huge points. I think those are big changing areas of their life that obviously they don't want that. Right. Why would they? And another another big thing is that I, I mentioned that they sometimes do shows together, but normally they're isolated. They're by themselves and they just they have nothing. And uh, in one of these papers here, it talks about how orcas have, here it is, they use echolocation to communicate, navigate, and hunt, hunt for food. Uh, obviously, in concrete tanks, they can't do any of that. They, they basically, these captured orcas are being put through sensory deprivation because they can't use an ability they use in day-to-day life out in the wild. And that's just another thing that so completely changes. Are they breeding orcas in captivity or do they just go find new wild ones anytime they do they did capture but they switched to breeding um, a while after so now they're breeding them into captivity and now so, these orcas are that's their entire life so they are yeah. it has that have they seen a change in that um, the fact that they've never been in the wild is are they I guess evolving to be there's well, one of the big things is it's not really this close, compact family either. They have um, the because act- basically they're just bred. Yeah, they're new bred. Born and then it's separated. But one of the big things is um, in 2010, the killing of Don Brenshiro, uh, the senior trainer at SeaWorld. Um, that was done by a 16,000 pound uh, killer whale, Tilikum, and he had killed two people before that. He remained in the show and in SeaWorld's collection. And the main reason for this is he was their top breeder. So now not only have they had these killings, but they're breeding this aggressive male, and that's, he's like half of their collection has tilicum blood. So it's it's not this real family that connects. It's, it's a bred, independent child that is separated and 
you know, does shows for the entertainment of humans, and it's disgusting. So is it, yeah, is it, are the ones being bred, are they seeing that same issue of, like, uh, emotional struggling and stuff like that within them? I mean, or? I def like, who wouldn't be, honestly? Because if you think about it, from, it's such a dramatic change from their normal life to being in captivity, but just in general. If you're, think about it as like a pregnant woman giving birth to a baby in prison, separated and grown up through prison until they die. That's pretty horrible. Right. Like, yes. even though they didn't experience the wild, the amazing wonders, and then lose all of that, they still never had it, but they right. also are not having a great life either. And it's, yeah. So, personally, do you think that there's any way that this, like, can be changed, or is that only result to just let them go I believe there is a change and they're actually starting it um, is they're they're changing to these these horrible concrete tanks to do shows and stuff they're amazing to the viewer but they're absolutely horrible to the whales and it puts these trainers at risk um, but they're starting to um, do parks that are in the ocean and they'll have it's more you know it's in nature but it's not a small tank, it's this huge, you know, like rehabilitation center for the ones that did grow up in, in uh, captivity. They can experience what it's like to be in the wild and, you know, use their all of their abilities and, and freely live like they should. So if that's the case, do you think this is, is it a problem then if they're being able to live in that sort of environment and still get to do shows? Is the show still a problem that they're being used for entertainment? I, think, I mean, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I can, I can understand I, that. I, I can say that you know maybe if there, if there's a way that they could be released into a controlled area in the ocean, mm -hmm. which I don't know how that's possible, mm -hmm. but like a very vast amount of yeah. land that they could just be in, and then still be in shows. I, I mean, you see that. I do seeing that as a slight possibility. But, but the I mean, only way, because a, a, a big issue is that these orcas are surviving, they're not living, right. is they have to do these tricks to be fed. That If they don't, they don't get fed. They will literally die. So they learn to do what they're told to be rewarded with food. And um, they think they just like it, or they enjoy it, and but no, they need to do these tricks to survive. So the only way, this is my personal opinion, the only way that these shows would still be okay is if they did have a massive enclosure, maybe even if that, a way of entry and exit to come in and out of a, an area that's controlled, but they did not have to rely on the trainers as their only food source. So if they could actually, basically if they were a, like a dog, like we let them outside, they my apologies. They go out and do whatever they want, and then they feel like they have a home here in these in these areas, in, in these places where they're, the shows are happening, such as Sea World, and they just come back on their own on their free own will. Free will. That's how the only way I can see this as being humane is if they come Would that, on purpose. Do you like have, based on what you know, is that even a possibility of occurring? Would they even come back? Are they I don't attached? think so. Do they become attached to? Well, you would think because it, it when you see these trainers train with these animals, it is kind of emotional. They do form this relationship, 
but then also to see these moments, these horrible, horrible moments when trainers are killed, right. uh, is is a one thing you think of, and it's and you're saying that part of the fact that this relationship's being formed can be directed towards the fact that the trainer is their only food source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they had a different food source, do you think that? I personally think they wouldn't come back. But if they did, I believe that these C Entertainment shows would still be allowed. But again, that's their free will, not mine. So I think they should belong in their oceans. So, Any final thoughts? No. no? All right. Thank, Thank you guys very much, and uh, have a wonderful day.